What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She loves a hotel bathrobe as much as anyone. Fortunately, she doesn't wear a baseball hat with hers. (laughs) It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And that's very, very true. You've recently rediscovered, I feel like, the robe, the the luxury of a robe. Well, when we stay at nice hotels, they usually come with nice robes. This is this last trip that we did to Texas. That was, I think, the first time I ever, uh, it's not true, it's the second time I ever wore a hotel bathroom. When was the first time? In Boston, 10 years ago, it was probably the first time I stayed in a fancy hotel and I was like, ooh, look at me. I know exactly the photo. No. Oh, so my third. Okay. Now people just think I'm a liar. No, that was LA. Oh, okay. Yeah. That photo got me into trouble. Why? (laughs) Do you really want to know? Yeah. I mean, you can't say something and then not tell me. So I'm your best friend. So that, that actually was the first nice hotel I ever stayed in. It was in Santa Monica. Mm. It, I don't know. Somehow I got upgraded. It was a work trip. I got upgraded, had this amazing room, had this huge bathroom, had a TV in the bathroom. So <laughs> me being the young idiot that I am, I'm like, well, I don't, I don't get to enjoy this very often. I got to brag about it a little bit, right? I got to, sure. I got to post it on social media. That's what you do when you're in your twenties. It was in my twenties. It was a work trip, right? I'm not paying for it. I'm just like, I'm trying to flex. Okay. Mm-hmm. Take my photo. You know, the photo, it's still, it's still it's out there. still out there. I'm in the bathrobe. I don't know if I was like pretending to brush my teeth. I had the TV on in the bathroom. <laughs> it was like my Macaulay Culkin moment. It, I was home alone. <laughs> And I posted it, mm-hmm. a little posting ghost, if you will. I yeah. posted it, put my phone away, went down to the hotel lobby to meet up with my coworkers, and all of a sudden my phone starts blowing up. It was my girlfriend at the time. Oh, oh. She was not happy that I was flexing like that. Okay. Because, you know, you say you're going away for work. People picture one thing. It sometimes can be another where you're staying in fancy hotels and going for fancy dinners. And she was not pleased that I was out there living my best life. Why? But it's work. I know. I know. But so I get down to the hotel lobby, my phone's blowing up, and I tell all my coworkers, you, older men, not old, old, but, you know, married with kids, and I told them what I did, and they're like, well, you just learned your lesson. When you're on these trips, you don't post photos like that because the people back home are going to get jealous. But Why? I don't know why, because I'm out there having fun without... But you're also working. I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm just telling you what happened. I'm not telling... I'm not okay. trying to make excuses for it, but... Yeah, I guess... You're supposed to be missing, I guess, your significant other. You're not supposed to be having fun watching TV while you brush your teeth in a five-star <laughs> hotel. You're supposed to be like, ah, how do I even go on without you? Oh. I guess. Well, you always flex with me, but I like seeing it. Yeah. Oh, you always uh, show me around. Oh, sure. I take a video. I send it to you. I'll yeah. FaceTime you. Sure. That's well, what's up. Well, that's why we're married and me and my ex are not. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. She was just, she was just, uh, <laughs> she just didn't know, didn't know how to handle, how to handle my jaw no. in a bathrobe. No. Flexing in but a hotel room. You're right. That was my first one. And then same job, different hotel rocked the second one didn't post any photos of that and then my third one more recently in austin with you so 
hatless in in all my robe situations, as one should be. I don't understand the wearing of a hat while you're in a bathrobe. Wait, you didn't put a bathrobe on in Paris? Was was it just me the last day that I really wanted to wear it and I forgot? So I showered, put my clothes on, and then I was laying in the bathroom (laughs) wearing my bathrobe. So I I could say I, I did it. I didn't do it. You didn't do it? No. That was such a nice fluffy one. Well, maybe next time. Maybe next time. I'm, I'm starting to get into bathrobes. Although, Gino, I, I, after seeing that, I kind of have an aversion. Because that's the amazing thing about hotels. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll continue to say it. The greatest trick a hotel does is convince you that you're the first person to sleep in that bed. Yeah. A good hotel. If you walk in and you can sense that there was some guy, Gino was sleeping in the bed the night before, you wouldn't sleep a wink. Let alone put on the bathrobe that God knows what. Oh, for sure. I mean, Gino was wearing that bathrobe when Jasmine started to give him his golden shower. So. Yeah. So the greatest trick that the hotel plays is making it seem like you're the only one. I always kind of, the trick falls apart when I go to put the bathrobe on. So that's why I never do it. But. There's something luxe about it, and I like it. Yeah, especially like they wash it as they wash their towels and everything else you use. Like I you know, can, but still, you, I, I think I would not put a bathrobe on in a shitty hotel, and I also don't think shitty hotels have bathrobes. Yeah, but when it's a nice hotel, everything's perfect. Why wouldn't I put it on? All right, well, you're living your best life. I was living my best life in Austin. Mm-hmm. With a heat stroke, wearing that bathrobe, <laughs> yeah. towel on my head, eating these delicious mushroom chips. Yeah. No, truffle chips. Yeah. Yeah, don't get it twisted, guys. They weren't magic mushrooms. It was just like truffle <laughs> I chips. wish they were magic. <laughs> um, yeah, no, you, you really sold it because I came out of the shower and I saw you and I was like, you know what? There, <laughs> there are two of those things hanging up there. I, I was laughing so hard. You just came out of the shower. You just ran. You were like, look at me. I'm wearing my bathrobe. Yeah. I don't know. There's, I don't know. There's something... It was great, right? Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Anyways. Bathrobe this segment (laughs) over. Bathrobe this segment. I didn't expect to go that long on bathrooms, but here we are to talk about 90 Day Fiance. Before we do, real quick, little business. We're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Married to Reality.Supercast.com. We're covering 90 Day the Other Way. Yes, guys. It's out of control. If you guys want to hear that coverage, it starts at the Cousins Club level for audio only. Family Affair level will get you a video. You'll see us recording that podcast. You'll also get a monthly bonus. So it's a lot of fun over there. Check it out. You guys missed the free trial. Sorry to say. Those are no longer in existence. Yes. But come on over. You can you can cancel after a month if you want. So you check it out. And if you like it, awesome. We, we're having fun. We think you will like it. So Patreon, Supercast, also on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. You can message us there. We love chatting with you guys. We love hearing your thoughts. You guys are sending in stories, which helps me out. So thank you. So if you're not following along on Instagram, please do Instagram and threads at Married Reality Pod. Yes. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it is hot. It's the majestic sirs, aka the horses, mm-hmm. Jasmine and Gina were riding. So majestic. So majestic, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Smash Like is as hot as that. I was just going to say, were there, hor- were there horses or mules? I think there was a smattering of both. 
I don't know who got what, but I know when we saw that establishing shot, there was a mule. How do you know a mule from a horse? Because I've seen you ride a mule. I think mules have bigger ears. This was a mule. There was horses there, too. Okay. I think they ended up on horses. But All right. smash like it's as hot as our four-legged friends. It doesn't matter what you are, right? Oh, yeah. We love all four-legged, four-legged, <laughs> four-legged. They are legit. Four-legged four friends. Four-legged. Four-legged fur friends. Okay. <laughs> and last but not least, if you haven't left a review, please do. We love the love. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on the podcast. And I got one I'll read right now for you, Teresa. Is this the podcast? This is the podcast. We'll read it on the, <laughs> the Monday podcast. So many podcasts. There's a few podcasts. There's a few. We do a All few. right. Let's, let's hear it. Let's hear it. This one comes to us from our friend Valor. Hello, Valor. It sounds like a posh, like a posh right? friend. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, okay. Five stars titled Legit 90 Day Pod. I like it. Didn't it, I just say legit? Too legit. <laughs> if you're looking for a legit 90-day pod, you found it. I love John and Teresa's unique takes and banter. I also love how they can respectfully disagree and show different points of view. Must add, and this is interesting. This I like this part here because okay. this is interesting. We can talk about it. Must add that I almost didn't listen to this podcast because I associate American flags with MAGA rhetoric. So when I saw John's flag t-shirt on the icon, I was low-key side-eyeing, but come to find out I completely made that up in my head, and this is a great pod. I love hearing about all their travels and different cultural approaches. I think their experiences being an intercultural couple themselves helped them to have a top-tier approach to analyzing these couples. Thanks for everything, J and T. I love that, and that's very interesting. It's very interesting. So, fun fact, I did that photo i mean i did that graphic the drawing and initially it was i basically redesigned a photo we took in the main we were wearing lobster shirts you got that right we love lobsters apparently yeah <laughs> we went to when we went to maine for the first time we got obsessed with lobsters and seals and bought get a little drunk one night and bought lo matching lobster shirts and so that's what we were wearing. Mm -hmm. But then we were like, well, let's just show our countries. We, so we were like, hey, this podcast is unique because it's hosted by an international yeah. couple. It's not in the title that we're international. Yeah. It's in the title that we're married, married to reality. But how can we kind of give a wink to the fact that we're an international couple? So I said, let's put the flags on our yeah, shirts. Yeah. So I removed the lobsters mm -hmm. and I put the flags on. Yeah. So it has nothing to do with MAGA or anything like that. Yeah. Not to get political. All are welcome here. Oh, but yeah. We don't, we don't get political. And I hope you guys, I don't even want you guys to be able to pin us down. I don't want you guys to know what we think politically. That's not what this podcast is about. Yeah, we're trying to stay away from all that. That's uh, that's CNN and Fox and MSNBC and I don't know, the other news channels, whatever <laughs> you guys listen to, right? Yeah, you, but yeah, you, those, you. those were lobster shirts Yeah, changed into flex. But there you go. So I'm glad you gave it a chance, but also it's a, it's a good lesson. You can't Should we go back to the lobster shirts? No, but oh. you can't judge a pod by its cover. Ooh. Okay, and, and you can't judge a person by its cover or their politics or anything. So I say stay open-minded, keep your ears open, listen to the podcast, and have a good time. Absolutely. 
could not say it better. All right. So thank you, Valor. We are glad thank that, you. You, yeah. that you press play. And we're glad to have you here. And I love that you enjoy our little back and forth disagreements because that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get into a couple today. Oh, always. Okay. It's because it's disagreements with love. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking uh, you know, of, if we agreed on everything, we would be so bored. It's a healthy debate. I think we agree on the main things in our life, which is important. Sure. When it comes to some smaller things like the 90-day world and we disagree, <laughs> that's that's fun. That's yeah. fun to me. Yeah. All right. That is the business. Before we get into the meat of the episode, a little 90 debate. Blah, blah, blah. A little 90 day, by the way. <laughs> he finally <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> He's always so perfect with the English language. I should have done my red leather, yellow leather before the episode. Stories <laughs> his new secret weapon. Oh, Walking I'm around the apartment. Red leather, yellow leather. I'm red, trying. Unique New York. I don't do that one. Well, we're, you know, we're kind of professionals now. So. Oh, look at us. Look at us. All right. Are, are you, do you have something to share? And I hope one of it is the one I'm thinking. Oh, here's all I'm going to say. I think the one you're thinking is is what's going to be my second, by the way. Okay. And all I'm going to say is I was in here setting up the studio, and I just heard beep, beep, beep. <laughs> and I was like, either a truck's backing up or Teresa knows what I'm going to do for my second, by the way. Yeah, well, not to put the carriage in front of the horse, but I've only seen photos. I okay. couldn't see the video. Right, well. And then a friend of ours, Dahlia, sent me the video. Shout out to Dahlia. And so I was like, holy shit. All right. Well, forget about carriages. Holy beep. Forget, forget about carriages. Hold your horses, Teresa. We will, <laughs> we will get there. But first, right. by the way, number one, the trailer for 90 Day The Last Resort has been released. Yes. And this looks wild. Have you watched it? Yes. You have? Yeah. All right. Good. So your prayers have been answered, first and foremost. Michael is being carried around on an iPad. <laughs> There's a scene. Tell me you saw this scene where Jovi and Big Perv are on a boat. They're out in the water. And Michael's on an iPad attached to a stick that's being carried around. I don't think I watched the, the one you watch. I think I watched a shorter version. There was like this 32nd one that came out that was just basically photos of the couples almost. This is like a new. Okay. I don't, just, think, okay, I don't think I watched that. Just dropped the other day. It's three minutes long and it's pretty juicy. Can you send it to me or is it on? Where is it? I'm sure. Just Google it. I mean, don't, okay. don't look at I'm it I'm not now. doing it right now, but. You can Google it. Uh, I would just search 90 Day The Last Resort trailer. All right. Yeah. I watched the shorter one because I did not see <laughs> this. So Michael's on a stick, which is amazing. It's like, it's like Brandon and Mary. Oh, totally. Totally. So speaking of other 90 Day Couples, this is basically like every successful 90 Day reality TV show, everything put together in a blender and spit out. <laughs> they, they borrow a little bit from here, a little bit from there, and they created their own entity. So it's 90 day couples, obviously, mm -hmm. but it's like the married at first sight counselors, right? There's three counselors. Yeah. It's love is blind where you go to the altar at the end and you say, I do or I don't. They have like a recommitment ceremony at the end. What? With, yep. And then... 
there's challenges like Perfect Match, the show we watched on no Netflix. No way. Yeah, there's these challenges where the couples are competing against each How other. How is Angela going to do it? Michael's on a stick. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm excited. I'm kind of questioning why Jovi and Yara are there because I didn't think they had such issues. So in the trailer... There's a scene with Yara saying, I've been unhappy for two and a half years. And then there's another scene where she's like, I've been lying to you or something. I think there's a secret. Oh, okay. I think there's a secret that's going to spill. But well, I'm down. It's on August 14th on TLC. Woo. Mark your calendars. Clear uh, your schedule. Oh, I did already. Clear your schedule. This thing Wait, looks so wild. Is it going to take place of um, uh, Match Me Abroad? Well, no, that, that's, that's on Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. I really don't know. I can't tell. I can't see that we'll far just, We'll just roll with the punches. But we're watching for sure. And we're covering too. We just have to. Teresa? Uh-huh. Thank you for, <laughs> thank you for leading me into my, by the way, number two. Speaking of rolling with the punches. Oh. Speaking, speaking of rumble in the Bronx. I just saw it. The actual video. Thank you, Dahlia, my friend. <laughs> Woo! So one of the stars of the 90 Day Last Resort got into a bit of an altercation. Recently, Angela beat up her best friend Jennifer in a hotel lobby in New York. And then, like, the, the, the post I saw, there's a bunch of other videos, it seems like prior to the fight, where mm -hmm. they're living their best life, like mm -hmm. dancing, Molly's there. So, oh my gosh. So, okay. They went to a charity event, which is probably the most hilarious part of the whole thing, is the night out was for a charity event with a bunch of reality TV stars. So you go from this charity event for children to just grabbing each other's hair and rolling around in a hotel lobby fighting. Wait, that was a charity event for children? Yeah. That's why, like, Angela's boob was out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you think that, but yeah. I mean, maybe like, babies breastfeeding. Got it. So, okay, Angela fought her friend Jennifer. They started fighting, started arguing in a cab ride on the way to the hotel. They reached the hotel. The fight continued, spilled out into the hotel lobby. And this is where we have video of them fighting each other, legitimately fighting each other. A receptionist goes in and tries to break them up. NYPD arrives. While, while Angela's boob is out. Yeah. For the kids. Classic. Yeah. She's just yelling like, fucking mob housewives, bitch. You'll always want to be a star. You'll never, you're never going to be a star, bitch. You'll always want to be a wannabe, bitch. Like none of it makes sense really, but it's classic Angela. She was like on top of her. Oh yeah, it was bad. It was bad. And I wonder what airline she flies because wasn't she banned from some? Yeah, are you surprised? She is so Angela. <laughs> But she's, since day one, that's her persona. Oh, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's not like, oh, she got, well, maybe she, the more popular she gets, the more wilder she has, thinks she can get away with more shit. But she's always had this aggressive personality yeah. since the day we met her. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, classic Angela. Classic Angie. Uh, Michael is lucky he's on an iPad. Oh my gosh. I, I think like. he should stay there. Stay on the iPad. Yeah. So no one was arrested. Nobody went to the hospital, but quite the brawl. And there is video if you want to watch it. I don't really recommend it. It's kind of brutal. It literally just keeps saying beep, beep, yeah. beep, wanna be, beep, beep. 
Beep. Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. Classic Angela. She is out of control. She was drunk too. And I feel like she's one of one of the people who alcohol makes you aggressive. Yeah. And there are people like for me, alcohol makes me either fun and I want to dance and sing or I get very tired and I fall asleep. Yeah. I don't get aggressive ever. Neither do you. But there are some people who smell the vodka and they're just, they think they can do and say anything they want. That's Angela. Yeah. They like, she gets encouraged and woof. <laughs> yeah, not good, but it's the news and we report the news. We sure do. And this was wild. So there you go. By the way, one and two. What do you say we do with the reason we're here Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, before the 90 Days Season 6, Episode 10? Oof, oh, 10 already. Time plus. Yeah. Shall we start with our robed Gino? Sure. Gino and Jasmine, they're going on a getaway as the toy doctor recommended. Yeah. So... Shout out to Gino for showing a woman how to properly handle her luggage. It was, <laughs> if you blinked, you missed it. But he basically mansplained how to roll a suitcase to her. And Jasmine thought for a second, oh, he's going to carry my back. But he's just like, no, no, no. Use, just use this. <laughs> use this handle. She was like, oh, okay. Oh, my gosh. So they get, they sit in the cab heading to the airport. They're slightly late. Because apparently <laughs> Gino had nachos with three quarters of beans and a little bit of whatever else is on nachos. And uh, he spent the time shitting his pants. Yeah. So they're running late and Gino's like, oops. They, they took this propeller plane too, which is not a place I would want to go. If I was suffering from diarrhea. No, but I think it's a quick ride. I think it's like must must Maybe. be less than an hour. Maybe, but still. Give me a, a bathroom. Give me somewhere I can relieve myself. You're trapped in that tiny plane with diarrhea. No, thank you. That plane looked like a falling apart school bus. It wasn't the best. Right? No, I was proud of Jasmine, though, for not bringing up joining the Mile High Club in it. What do you mean? I must have taken some... What do you mean? What do you mean? The mile high, you know the mile high club? Yeah, is it like Delta? Excuse me? What? You, you, you tell explain. me you've heard of the mile high club. Men's playing to me. Tell me you've heard of the mile high club. <laughs> Apparently not. Unless it's something Delta does, I have not. <laughs> I mean, people have done it on Delta, I'm sure. What, what are you talking about? When you have sex in an airplane. That's called what? Joining the mile high club. You're a mile up having sex. Oh, it's why don't mile. you just say you have, you have sex on the plane? <laughs> Where's the fun in that? I mean, I guess. In, the, in the name. Yeah. The, to me, I was like, oh, Jasmine's going to say, oh, Gino. I wonder how people do it. You can barely change your baby there. Yeah. How, yeah. How do you make a baby if you can barely change your baby? Exactly. I feel like you can, you can give a BJ on the... Cause like That's you can, harder. No, you can like sit down on the toilet. Ugh. I literally just thought of that. No? Oh, I... Uh, not for me. I, I think, think for like international flights, you have a little more room. A little more room. Right. But there's always a line. Like people cannot stop. Yeah. And you and just pooping. crossed it. What? <laughs> you said there's always a line. Oh. So you just crossed it. I didn't know it was called a high uh, mile club. It's not. 
<laughs> what is it called? The Mile High Club. Oh, the Mile. I thought it's something that like, ooh, you get 50,000 points from Delta. Yeah, they can join. Sky Miles. <laughs> High Miles. Yeah, a little different. Interesting. Well, yeah, this was not the type of a plane. No. Okay, let's get to the hotel because this is, I mean, the robe and hat is a vibe. This is where we see Gino in full Gino feeling romantic, little wine, gets in bed. And Jasmine has a surprise. Well, she is the surprise. She's the gift <laughs> waiting to be unwrapped. And it's like a matryoshka. Oh. Within her, there are other gifts like <laughs> hot boots, sexy long lingerie, choke ball. I don't know the proper name of that. So ball, you sound the like the biggest ball. prude on this episode so far. What is it called? You're like the mile high. What's that mile high? I is that just like a loyalty program that Delta has? And now you're like, uh, I don't know, the big gumball that you put what, in. So what do you, what's the proper name? Ball, ga like, ball gag. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I, I need to like look at your internet you search. Need, you need to pull off the highway once in a while. And what go type to, of a porn do you watch? What? You don't watch maths? Every time they have the sex episode and there's a knock at the door and there's a basket with sex toys, someone's got a ball gag. Remember Lindsay put the ball gag in her yeah, mouth? Yeah, I call it the choke ball. Why isn't it the choke? What's a ball that chokes you? Makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. yeah. No? Yeah, sure. I'm not a prude. Am I a prude? No, you're just playing one so far on this podcast. I'm not playing... How am I supposed to know that in America you have a you have a secret name if you want to bang on the plane? <laughs> in Czech we say you have sex on the plane. Yeah, we're very transparent. That's right. It's yeah. hard to do it. I've never done it. I don't think I want to. But when you want to do it, you just say it. Like it's not like wing wing. Let's join the high mile club. <laughs> okay. It's not being prude. It's just being. Come I on. No, giving you a hard time. So How are you? I'll give you a hard time. All right. Grab the ball <laughs> gag. Um, yeah, there's handcuffs, there's whips, there's a ball gag. Do you remember when TLC was the learning channel? Yeah, once upon a time. Well, now, now the lovemaking channel, the lingerie channel. I, I, we're learning a lot, but not anything we want to be learning. But like Gino's like into this. He's like, give me the chunk ball. I mean, let me let me put it on you. You you are such a bad girl. Bad girl. <laughs> I almost feel like he... Like he's like smacking her butt with a whip, whipping her butt. And I almost feel like he enjoys it for all the shit she's done to him. Oh, there's got to be. He's an like, you've been a man, man, girl, man, girl. And I think he's just like deep down. He's like, oh, yes, you deserve it for hooking up with Dane and all the stuff you've done to me. <laughs> yeah. I, so I love how like you watch this scene and you go. Well, where can it go from here, right? It can't. It can't get much wilder than this. Well, okay. So Gino keeps going like bad girl, bad girl, and like Jasmine's on the bed, and she's like, "I feel like the most desired woman on earth." Really? Yeah. Would you feel like the most desired man on earth? If I had a ball gag in my mouth and you were whipping me? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just pictured it. But <laughs> it did get Gino excited, and so oh. she was feeling desired, which is good. Well, you gotta very do excited. You got to do what works for your relationship. Every relationship is different. Very true. Some are ball gags and handcuffs. Others are just reality TV and brunch. Are you talking about us? Yeah. Well, I'm going to be part of the ball gag. Okay. <laughs> Let's get to the next morning. Yes. So Jasmine is like, 
Last night was awesome. It makes me super happy that Gino ejaculated for the first time. It's like, what? <sighs> and you go, oh, all right, well, okay. So he liked the whip or he liked the ball gag. Now, shout out to the golden shower. You see, you guys do, just don't call things the way they are. What Gino peed on her. You don't call the golden shower? No. I've heard the term, but from you, Whoa. apparently. <laughs> apparently, you know a lot. But, like, he peed on her. Let's just call it for what it is. All right, R. Kelly. Um, <laughs> Staller probably would have preferred the golden shower over the cold caravan shower. Yeah, Statler. Ugh. But apparently this was a big, it was very successful. Jasmine was like, it was such a romantic experience <laughs> peeing on Gino. Oh. But, uh, they're great together, aren't they? Amazing. And maybe that's all Gino needed. He doesn't need the whole like butt plugs and all that. He just wants a little golden shower. Uh-huh. That's yeah. what it will do it for him. It's a good thing Jasmine's not a teacher anymore. Yes. Being on national television, talking about how she peed on her fiance. She could not be a teacher anymore. No. Well, she's teaching me some things. Yeah. Some things that are just going to stay on the TV screen. Yeah. Okay. Well, because the day started so great so far, they're going to go horseback riding. First time for Jasmine and first time for Gino. It's a lot of firsts for Gino. I literally died laughing when they clipped that came out of Gino. And like half of this, half of their segment is just Gino riding the horse. Oh, yeah, the camera <laughs> yes. that's facing him. Also, wearing a bike helmet on a horse is a little strange. Yeah, on top of his stupid hat. He, was he wearing the hat? Oh, with yeah. The, I thought he asked, like, give me a helmet. Any helmet will do because he didn't want to be oh, no. without. Oh. He like double, double wrapped his hat. Oh, Yes, but they're riding these beautiful swell horses. Jasmine's loving it. Gino's loving it. And they're finished. And Gino takes photo of Jasmine and the horse. Classic couple couple of relationship. Oh, honey, why don't you take a photo with a horse, right? And oh, can you take a photo of me with a horse, right? <laughs> yeah. And then Gino's like, Jasmine, can you send me the photo so I can send it to my family? Well... Jasmine is like, don't get me started on your family. Because when I move to Michigan, you have to stop being so involved with them. Yeah, there's there's one cousin that Dana, Dana, that Jasmine doesn't get along with, has said some rude things to her. And so she is very upset at just even the thought of Gino's family. Can I make a comment? Okay. Is it going to be about the name Dana? Yes. I'm all for both gender names. Like Jamie. Great. Um, um, I can think of a different one, right? But Dana, yeah. Dana is misleading. No, Dana Carvey. No, it's it's a female name. It's so female that I can't get over the fact that they're man with the name Dana. I almost feel like the mom was drunk when she popped the baby. Dana Carvey, like, Dana White, so Dana Gino's cousin. I hope they're all females. No, what are you talking? Why would I be listing female Danas? Like it's. It's Dana and Danielle. That's the pa- that's the pair. Oh no, it's Danielle and Daniela, but also Dana and, and Dan. Dan. Yes. Eh. 
Dana for a man throws me off so much and I really hate it. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I like feel uncomfortable because I'm like, I don't know how to feel about a person. Like, what's your deal? Why is your name Dana? Okay. Well, let me stop you right there because okay. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they didn't choose that name. So you can't judge someone by their name that they didn't choose. They're, judge the parents if you want. Judging the parents? I'm sure it's a family name. Dana. Yeah, but if... if if I was a boy and someone named me Dana, I would be like, oh, hell no, I'm, I'm Dan. Okay. I, right? It just throws me off because it sounds very feminine. And there, again, there are other names that can go both ways. Like, again, Jamie, I can't think of a different one. There is one I like. can't think of that. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I mean, there's a lot like Alex, but I guess that's short. Alex, for- yeah. But yeah, I like that too on, on men, on women, because it's not, it doesn't scream, oh, it doesn't scream, oh, one, I'm leaning towards one gender. It's very neutral and I like it. But Dana just sounds very, very feminine. It's a very soft name, Dana. <laughs> such, okay. a, such a soft name. <laughs> this is a you problem. It is me problem, but I figured I'm going to share it as a foreigner because we do have the name in Czech. We have Dana and Dan, right? Mm-hmm. Dana and Dan. We, we have a lot too? of names in pairs. That's why I think that's why it's throwing me off so much. All right. Oof. Well, Gino asks if Jasmine will talk to Dana to smooth things over before she comes to the States. And she agrees. So we'll see a little Dana-Jasmine interaction. Well, she agrees, but she says, if he says anything against me, I'm going to give it to him. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll let's see. see. All right. I think this is a good place to take a break. When we come back. We will head to Romania. Yes. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How are things? Things are good. How are things? Uh, Pretty good. I could go for a little pork brain, if you're asking. Um, Pork brain's good. You've had it. Yeah, it's. I made it. Come again? Scrambled pork brain. You scramble with eggs. It's good. It's like double protein. You made it at home? Well, I told you we have the pig killings in January, February. Sure. So it was at Uncle Radek's house. Huh. We all gathered around around 4 to 5 a.m. We're chasing the pig for a little bit. Yeah. And they came. They killed it for us. Because yeah. we didn't feel like killing it. It's a mess. And then we started. Like, who killed working. it? Who killed it? Um, there are some people came who do that. You caught it. And then you said, we didn't, let's call in the no, professionals. No, we bought, we bought it. I thought you said you were chasing a pig around. Yeah, for fun. So you buy the pig. Yeah. You guys are so backwards. <laughs> You're like, well, let's buy a fish and then put it in the bathtub <laughs> and then like let it think it has a chance and then kill it and eat it. And then you do the same with a pig. You're like, let's buy this pig. Instead of just putting it out of its misery right away, well, let it pretend it's got a chance to get away. <laughs> They'll capture it. And then yeah. we'll call in the professionals to do the dirty work. Yeah. I mean, some people do it themselves, but it's like you have to do it right. So they like die immediately. They don't suffer. Yeah. So we, we called someone. They came. Then we like, you hang the pig. You like split it in the middle and you start taking everything out. You basically spend the whole day working on the pig. Sure. Right. You like filling up sausages. Me and my cousin used to like be like hit each other with the, with the skin that the sausages goes in. Mm-hmm. Casing. Yeah. Um, uh, it's like the pig liver or something. Sure. And then we get the brain. So we usually like, we just like scramble it with eggs and some salt and pepper. Uh-huh. I put ketchup on it. Of course. Um, just to 
you know, I put ketchup on a lot of things, but it's delish. All Double right. protein. Yeah, you really like it. Yeah, I don't think they sell it at restaurants in Czech unless it's like a specialty. You yeah. don't see it on the menu, yeah. but it's like you gotta work for it a little bit. When you do the pick killing, we do we do take the brain out and scramble it. All right, good to know. So, Romania, Amanda, Razvan, let's talk about some Romanian delicacies because they're out for a fun date night at an authentic Romanian restaurant. And let's go over the menu a little bit here. Okay, here are the specials for the evening: steak with pork and potatoes, aka after the battle one has escape. I nice. Believe. Then there's sheep, a.k.a. the king's favorite. You see, I don't love sheep. I, I like I like looking at sheep. Yeah. I like trying if they're soft. Yeah, you got to test if they're soft. You got to test the softness. They're usually not, yeah. I love, love, love sheep cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially the young, young one. Young sheep, yeah. Young sheep. But I don't like sheep meat. Okay. All right, well. There you go. And then and pork brain, also uh, chef's specialty for the I'm evening. sure it's good. Okay. Amanda was not really vibing any of right. this food. Amanda doesn't vibe anything. It's like very she true. is looking like her bees flew away. Mm. That's what we say in Czech. I've heard this saying before. Yeah. I love how you're like, Mile High Club? Huh? That makes zero sense. Let me tell you about their bees flying away. <laughs> I guess I am used to different sayings. You could say that. They're more useful. Explain the bees flying away. Because that to me it's sounds... Like when you feel down. That sounds positive. I would like the bees to fly away from me. <laughs> when the bees fly towards me, that's the problem. <laughs> we just say when you feel, when you look like Amanda, you say you look like... That your bees flew away. <laughs> okay. So just, just roll with it. But she looks miserable... 24-7. I think she is, and she has a reason to be. Her husband died four months ago. Oh, absolutely. I think the only thing that cracked her up was um, all these names. Mm-hmm. But that's about it. And I almost feel like, did it crack you up because it's something so dumb that you can laugh about because everything else just reminds you of your husband or mm-hmm. just you feel the pain? Because... This was the happiest she's ever been on the show. Yeah. She doesn't seem to want to eat any of this food. And Rasmus says, well, I want you to meet my family. What if my mom cooks some brain for you? What are you going to do then? And Mana's like, well, I have to politely decline. Which, Just put ketchup on it. I'm serious. Uh, I think I would draw. I think I would draw the line at brain. No, you would not. You would I don't put ketchup think, on it. If I was drunk, I would try it. I think, yeah. And that's that's all people can ask you. My parents would never force you or judge you, but trying is a beautiful thing. Whether you love it or you hate it, that's how you learn. Yeah, no, I, you I can, do. You can judge it because it's brain. It's like you eat meat, right? Well, then the brain is just part of that. It's part of that body. Yeah, I don't know why it seems. So I'm disgusting. sorry for our vegan friends that they have to listen to this, but it's what we do is like you. You use the entire animal. So nothing gets to to waste. That I respect. So. All right. Well, Rasmin wants to take Amanda to meet his family. They're in Croatia, but he's worried they might not like her. Okay. I need to take you to Croatia. Yeah, Croatia you do. is gorgeous. Let's go. Gorgeous. And you know what? When you go to Croatia in the summer, 
half of the population is going to speak Czech because that's what we do. All right. Well, <laughs> looking forward to it. So, all right. Amanda is going to go meet mom. Rasmin's mom, tough cookie. She didn't like Rasmin's ex because she was too controlling. Mm-hmm. There's one strike against Amanda, which is that she's American and Rasmus' family doesn't want Rasmus to move to America, even though he comes out here at this romantic dinner and says, it's always been my dream to live in America. I'm pretty sure he said it before. I think he said it to us. Maybe. I don't maybe. know what he said because Amanda was like, say what again? Well, I told you from the beginning, it's always been my dream to come to America. And Amanda's like, oh, I don't recall this at all. Probably not between the shirtless photos and daddy's box. He seems to have a nice life in Romania. He lives in a nice apartment. He has friends. He has fun. The city looks nice. I honestly don't know a lot about Romania, but from what I can see, I don't think he is one of the 90 dares who are trying to get out of their current living situation and trying to find a better life, right? I don't think he's trying to escape necessarily for a better life. He's trying to escape for more exposure and opportunity. I get that. Uh, let me tell you this, right? You know, um, a family member of mine moved to the U.S. when I was a very young child, right? And I always looked up to her as my aunt. And I always was saying for a long time, I'm just going to go to America to be like my aunt, right? That was my thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I have to go. I have to see. And then I came a few times to visit with my parents when I was a teenager and I didn't appreciate all the nature because I was dumb. And all I wanted to do is to be back home and go to the pool with my friends. But anyways, when I got older and I just, the reason why I became an au pair because my aunt was an au pair and she told me before that she's like, if you don't know what to do with your life, you need to open your mind and expand your horizons and maybe learn the language, do it. And I felt that way. I felt like I'm lost. I, I study something I don't like. I have a job I don't like. Like, ugh, I keep going out with the same people all the time. My parents are pissed at me for drinking, blah, blah, blah. So that was my escape. But I es- I wanted to escape myself and I wanted to see what's out there to find myself. So, yes, I did want to come to the U.S. Absolutely. I never planned on staying. It happened because I met my beautiful husband over here. <laughs> but I think when Razvan says he's always wanted to go, I don't see it as a bad thing because I felt a certain way, too, before. Well, he but said, I was younger. He said live. In America. Uh, he wasn't just like, oh, I want to visit. That's, uh, okay. I don't think anyone would find that suspicious at all. He said, it's always been my dream to live in America. Oh, I missed that. I, oh, I, yeah. I thought he said, I always wanted to go. No, he said, I, I want to live. And Amanda's like, I don't remember you saying this. And Raz's like, well, you know, it's it's not about America. It's it's about you. Well, that's a lie. Because how can it be about Amanda if he's always wanted to live in America? You only have known Amanda for a few months. You've always wanted to live in America. So it's it's about America, not about you, Amanda. Plus, he's young. And if he does come to the U.S. and he loves it, right, he would probably go to New York or Miami or L.A., one of these big, fun cities, because he seems like someone who loves to have fun. Yeah. Amanda lives in the middle of nowhere with two kids. Mm-hmm. Like She's not going to be hitting the clubs. She's not going to be going out drinking and brunching, right? 
she's maybe gonna be hitting the parks with her kids and going to Chuck E. Cheese's. And what's the pancake high? I hop. I hop. Sure. Like, she is living a very different lifestyle. And if he's looking at her as a free ticket to live in the United States, then it's shitty because unless he wants to be a stepdad, which is who she's looking for, this is not going to work. And he cannot, he cannot just use her who's already broken, heartbroken to do that. So I hope he knows it. No matter what he's doing, no matter what his intentions are, I hope he is aware of this. Yeah, you're right. His lifestyle is so different and we see it this next day when Amanda's still processing Rasmus' American dream, but he brings up, hey, I was thinking about things. I don't have bad intentions. I love you. I don't even care about America. But I do have a friend, Deanna, and she asks if we want to go hang out by the pool. So what do you say we go do that? So they do. And so they got there. Deanna is wearing her butt-out bathing suit. Mm Mm-hmm. And Amanda's like, oh, yeah, okay, this is his friend. I'm a little jealous. Her butt is out, but okay. I'll play nice, right? So they sit down, chatting, Amanda sitting there politely smiling. And Deanna has all these questions. And But first and <laughs> foremost, Amanda, where's your bathing suit, right? <laughs> I didn't bring one. And the other one is like, She's on her period. Hello. <laughs> you can still put a bathing suit on. Hello. So Amanda's like, what the hell? They start grilling her even more. Do you like Bucharest? Are you going to meet the family? And then all of a sudden, Dana's just like, look at her eyes. She's like a cat. Meow. <laughs> it was so strange. I loved it. Whoa. It was so good. It was so strange. Well, I don't think... Any of his friends think that she's a good one no. for him, for him. No. And that's why they're like grilling her because I'm sure he told them certain things and she's been there for a week. I'm sure he talked to his friends, right? So they just kind of want to know what's up and they can see that she's not very happy or comfortable. No, she, I mean, she's got a lot going on. In her mind, in her life, and she's getting thong bikinis thrown at her left and right. She's on her period. She just learned that Rasmund's potentially using her for a green card. There's a lot going on. And then Deanna's just like, meow. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. But she's like, okay, um, you and I are going for a walk. Let's, Let's go for a walk, Amanda. So they do, and they end up chatting, right? And so Deanna wants to know how it's going. And Amanda says, um, they have some fights, but they're in love. And yeah. even like when she talks about it, like when I talk about you, I'm very enthusiastic, right? Very enthusiastic about everything you do. And I don't need to say that I love you because the way I express myself when I talk about you, you can tell. It's show, don't tell. Yes. But when Amanda is like, yeah, we have some fights, and but I am in love with him. It's like, are you? Does this sound like a love? I, and Deanna picked up on it. I think she's still battling guilt. Oh, yeah. But I don't think she loves him, first of all. How can you? Exactly. And second of all, I don't think, even let's say they spend more time together, 
I don't think because of that guilt and her leaving her kids behind and the husband just passing away a few months ago, I don't think she can love him. I think she enjoys, and as you said, she liked talking to someone when it wasn't real. Mm -hmm. And when she met him and it got real, it became icky in a way because she's just like feels guilty like she's cheating. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we've said it before, she's not. There's you can still feel guilty and, and you could feel like, oh, I moved on too fast. You're you're guilty that you were able to move on so quickly. But she's not doing anything wrong. Well, she's not, but the way she talks to him, it's I don't know if you ever been like if you ever dated someone for a little bit and whatever they did, you hate it. It's like mm. they they moved certain way. You're like, oh, I can't even. I can't yeah, even I mean, that's not you. even dating. That's just people. Exactly. Once they get on your nerves, the littlest thing. Exactly. And I, I went on a date a long time ago. And I was like, all right, well, we can hang again. But he was already getting annoying. And yeah. on the second date, literally everything, everything this person did and said, I was just like, ew. I'm like, I can't even, I can't be around you because I can't take anything yeah and that's what she does everything he says or suggests she's like uh no huh. uh i don't i don't like it uh no i don't want to do this like she is not on board with him yeah well she's just she's not ready for a relationship I, she's not but she pretends no pretends she wants to be but she's not and i feel bad for Razvan in a way if he does love her or has some sort of feelings for her she needs to tell him, be like, hey, like, I like you, but I, I can't do this. It's, yeah. I just can't. And me being rude to you, I'm not being rude, rude. I'm just feeling guilty. So because the way it comes out, their interaction just seems like she shuts down everything he says. I, I very much believe that this is one of those couples that is, well, if we had met at a different time in our lives, it would all be different. They're together while they're both single, but I don't think Amanda is mentally single yet. And She's so, not. So if they met two years from now, I think it could be a completely different story, but I think they met at the wrong time. Yes, she needed more time to process. But Deanna thinks so too because she says, well, your relationship is toxic because of the way you look at each other. Yeah. But you can tell that... The way she looks at him, she is not happy. She's just not happy. And I'm but she's not, not saying, happy in life. Right I was just now. gonna say, I'm not saying she's ha not happy because of him. I think she's not happy because he is not her husband. She's not her husband. She feels guilty that she's there with him. Yeah. She feels guilty that she left her kids behind. And there's just so much weighing on her that how can you have a good time? Yeah, and for Amanda, she thinks that Diana has a crush on Razvan. That's why she's saying all this. Yeah. I don't think she does. I think they are friends. But I think she knows that he had a shitty marriage that yeah. fell apart and she's just being a good friend saying, hey, if you're not in this for real, just you guys should move on because yeah. you don't need another heartbreak and neither does he. Yeah. All right. Shall we move on? Let's go to... My favorite couple that I really like <laughs> half of it and I really dislike the other half. Tell us why you're mad, Teresa. Statler and Dempsey. 
Statler should have done on should have gone on like a couch surfing app and find someone to sleep on their couch. Instead, she went on a dating website. For what reason? She's just using Dempsey. I'm just gonna straight up say it. I don't I don't totally believe that. And I know we get into this debate every episode. I truly think she's into Dempsey. But a large part of her attraction is that Dempsey lives in England. I think she's into her too. Dempsey's very pretty. But if you we always forget the fact that for only only four months before she met Dempsey, she wanted to move to England for this ex. Yeah. And the ex was the one who said, Hey, moving too fast. Like, what the hell? You're moving here already? No. That was four months before she met Dempsey. Which means it was not even a year since now because they've been talking for seven months. Right. It's ridiculous. It is. It's, 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 ri- it's outrageous. My it's, new favorite it's word. It's very fast. People do fall in love quick, though, so you can't rule it out. But yes, there are some things that are suspicious. Okay. I get it. People fall in love fast, sure. But do you fall in love just because your rent expires and you don't feel like renewing? No, but you rush because your rent expires and you don't feel like renewing. Like there could be a kernel of a real relationship here. Staller is going to ruin it because she's moving so quickly. Just didn't need for freaking six months also and you see. Yeah. No, th- this, this is outrageous. This is incredibly fast. We'll talk about it. It's time for Staller to take her first shower in three days because Ew. she's been scared of taking a cold shower, but today's the day she's going to do it. They should boil the water like Mary does for Brandon. Boil the water, take a golden shower. Gee. It's sterile. I'm sure she would like that. That's what I'm saying, right? But she takes cold shower, and it is good for you. It's true. It kind of shocks your system. Yeah. Have you ever done it? Yeah, I've tried ending my showers cold, but I'm like, why would I... No, I want to leave the shower in good spirits. I don't want to leave the shower pissed off. So I, I stopped doing that. <laughs> but yeah, apparently it's good for you. It is good like for you. Apparently I think you're supposed to go in the shower, hot shower, open your pores up, clean them out, cold water, close them back up and leave. Oh, I didn't know that. I think that's the, the theory behind it. I got that thing that sucks out your black hats and you <laughs> like open your pores, right? Yeah. So I tried it with a hot shower then I used that machine and it made a bruise on my face. Yeah, well, so you're very I'm sensitive. Done. I'm done. You're very sensitive. But she finally washes herself using this cold shower. Because it's a big day. It's the day we're going to go meet Dempsey's dad. Yes. So she wants to smell good, look good, make a good first impression. Because if dad doesn't approve, Dempsey says, I'm going to have to reconsider this relationship. I think. Dempsey is reconsidering after her friend had a few questions about Statler's intentions. Well, and think about it. This is also the first time they've ever met. Yeah. So it could be all lovey-dovey on on the phone, on video, but forget other people's perception or feelings about the relationship. This is her first time to really judge the relationship. And so maybe yes. she's realizing, oh, it's a little bit different than the online version of ourselves. So they're heading over to the Saltburn Pier. Hmm. I always forget that England is an island. Yeah. It's kind of funny 
but it is. And I've been to the coast once, but they're going, meeting dad, eating some fish and chips. But on the way, Statler kind of mentions that she's in love. Oh, boy. And Dempsey doesn't say anything because she doesn't fully come out and say it. It just came out of nowhere and it got awkward. Well, they're talking about where Statler's visited. And, oh, have you, we're going to the coast. Have you ever been to the coast? And Statler lists all these places she's been to. And then she's like, wow, so you have spent a lot of time here. Did you have the same connection we have with your ex? And Stella's like, not at all. You're like my other half. Oh, to be in love. Uh. That's, and that's what she said. And then she's like, oh, boy, the L word. Yeah. We haven't said I love you yet. So saying to be in love is quite the big deal. It's uh, the same thing. In so many words. Sure, sure. We always say I love you and I'm in love with you because we feel both. But I only say it because I don't know the difference. But I want to like I think cover, in love. I want to cover my bases with you. <laughs> I think in love <laughs> is actually more intimate. Is it? Like I love my parents. I'm not That's in love. Different. I'm not in love with my parents. So should we stop saying I love you and start saying I'm, I'm in love with you? Uh huh. Could you imagine like we're leaving the front door and like we're walking out and it's like, all right, bye. I'm in love with you. <laughs> Someone hears that, they'd be like, what is going on in there? So, but let's just stick to both. ball gag in his mouth? <laughs> let's just stick to both, as we always do, to cover our bases. I love you and I'm in love with you. Yes. Yes. Because I actually still don't fully understand the difference. Yeah. But anyways, Nuance. she said it. She said it on the way to meeting dad. So Dempsey's kind of like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, she realizes, oh, this is this is moving a little fast. And, and if Staller acts like this in front of dad... He probably is not going to support it because he's not a fan of of the fast-moving relationship. Especially because Dempsey's ex was very toxic and dad yeah. did not like that. So, all right, me made dad. Who does dad remind you of? Father Richard. Who's that? No, that's dad. Oh. Father Richard? <laughs> Little Richard? <Yeah. laughs> um, Little Roddick? Yes! Ah! Shout out to Radek and the pigs. Yeah, Radek is my uncle. He's my dad's brother. You love Radek. Mm-hmm. Radek also smells really good. What an <laughs> intro. What a, what, what a first, what an introduction when you meet a parent. To so be like, awkward. Oh, you smell really great. Like, I wish I, I wish I had thought to say that to your parents. That's how you make a good first impression. <laughs> I, should have say, I should have said it to your parents. Your dad would evaluate me immediately. <laughs> yeah, oh, you smell really great. Richard just goes, okay. That was his response to you smell really great. It was awkward. So awkward. So awkward. But just sitting down on this pier. Yeah, yeah. And Dempsey, you can tell she's uncomfortable. She's like, uh, how's your coffee, Dad? And Richard's like, enough about the coffee. Who is this lady? Tell me. Who is? Who am I sitting across from? And so Dempsey says it. She's like, well, Dad, we've been talking for seven months, and uh, we. she's my girlfriend. We've been in a long-distance relationship, and mm-hmm. now she's here. Mm-hmm. So I was like, yeah, we both liked each other on the app. We talked a lot, and things got deep, and we wanted to meet, meet each other. So... Let's get some fish and chips. So real British food. Have you ever had it, Statler? She's like, yeah, but not on this trip. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. What do you think before before we talk about that? Love fish and chips. Not fish and chips. Dempsey left Statler and Richard behind to Mm -hmm. have a little one-on-one. I thought it was good. Yeah? I think she isn't sure about Statler. Maybe there's some 
question unanswered questions and that can maybe do dig a, little, a little deeper do a and little get some and yeah get some info for Dempsey because they're best friends okay all right so Staller fills dad in on, too much I was gonna move, I was gonna move to England but my ex ended things and Rich is like oh so you're like diving in head first here and Staller's like yeah well my lease is up a month after I return so you know, Dempsey and I haven't talked about it, but I might be considering moving over here and moving in with her. That, you can read his facial expression that he's like, oh, hell no. Yeah, that's so incredibly quick. It so is So quick. So incredibly insane to have these thoughts and put these thoughts out into the world and to somebody's dad without even telling them first. I know. And let's not forget... And maybe that has something to do with her nervousness because she does have ADHD. So maybe she just is nervous and she just spits everything out, right? Mm -hmm. Which she shouldn't have because Dempsey comes back, brings some fish and chips. And then Statham needs to hit the bathroom, classic. (laughs) And dad is telling Dempsey like, oh yeah, let's, don't let her push you. Don't let her push you to do anything. Okay, well... This is this is moving too fast. Maybe take a, yeah, take a step back, slow down. And Dempsey agrees. She yeah. wants to slow down. Make sure Staller's in this for the right reasons, not just because she, she's English. Well, that, but also I think Dempsey knows that Staller had a tough upbringing. Right? Didn't feel love from her parents. She was adopted. Didn't feel love in comparison to her brothers. And so Dempsey's like, I don't want to just be. Someone who shows her love and that's why she's here. I want to make sure we are in love. Yeah. That we love each other and that we're in love and I'm not just some band-aid yeah. for her. For sure. Well, that went this way, right? So uh, I think it was fine, the meeting, but it wasn't great. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't bad, I think. Well, I Stadler think overshared, but I think it was fine when Stadler was there. So in her eyes, everything was great. Yeah. But Dempsey got the real feedback. Yeah. So the next day they wake up. It's Valentine's Day, and Stadler is they're talking, massaging each other's feet, and Stadler is like, "Yeah, like meeting your dad went great." And Dempsey's like, "You think you you think so?" Yeah, because Dad like, gave yeah. Dempsey the real talk. Yeah. And. I don't think Statler picked up on it, but you can tell like Daisy's Dempsey's brain is like spinning. Oh, yeah. It's spinning. She's trying to figure things out. Yeah. So Dempsey has to go to work, Mm -hmm. which gives Statler some time to whip up a little Valentine's Day surprise. Scavenger hunt. In all of scavenger hunts. Eh, We've seen it one too many times. This one was, too many times. This one looks a little more thought out, though, than Chris's <laughs> from Mavs, who just hung up, like, two note cards on a deck and was like, here you go, my love, a scavenger hunt. <laughs> this one looked nice. It was going to end at a fireplace with s'mores. Yeah, and her asking, can I move in with you because my lease expires? Right, that's what the that's what the scavenger hunt's yeah. going to end with. And then she's like, I just need to tell her I'm in love with her and ask her if I can move in. Ah, oh, that's so bad. I would... And- I would be like, uh, I think you need to go now. And here's how fast this is. I know it's Valentine's Day. You think this is this romantic gesture, this big gesture, but you've only been there three days. Yes. So you, or I guess this is the fourth day. So you've 
only known this person in the flesh for a couple days, and now you're going to ask to move in together. You have more time left on this trip. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll let it go a few more days. Really solidify and see. You're, this is so fast. This is so premature. It's so unnecessary. And I I think she thinks it's time. I think Staller thinks it's time to ask. But also I think Valentine's Day is expediting it. If Valentine's Day was a week from now, maybe she'd wait a week from now. But she's like, this is the perfect moment. Yeah. And I don't think it will be, but. No. We'll find out next time. Yeah. Okay. I truly dislike Statler. Oh, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think her motives are real love. I think she freaking wants to move to England for whatever reason. She tried, she failed, and she's going to fail again, I think. Why don't you just try to move a legit way if you don't even want to move there? Apply for some sort of a visa and see if you can get in. I don't know. Like, I, this just wraps me the wrong way. Like, this is not a couch surfing show. It's about love. Are you in love? I think you love Dempsey, how you, how she looks. She's beautiful. You've been talking. But you cannot love her enough to move in with her. Get out of here. No, of course not. But you're rolling the dice and taking the chance because you, you like or love what you see at this point. And your lease is up. And That's your lease horrible. is up. Right. Staller doesn't... She hasn't been bothering me as much as she did previously when all she did was talk about yeah, sex and that, I, that, I can't that, stop that's banging. Better. Like, at least that's kind of... Yeah, that's true. That's better. Calm down a little bit. But yeah, I still think... I think she thinks she loves this woman, but you just can't after no. knowing someone in person for three days. And during those you can three be infatuated. Days, you haven't even showered. You can be infatuated with someone. Yeah. That's fine. A lot of people confuse love and infatuation. But there's no chance she actually loves this person. No. Okay. We'll see. Speaking about people who think they love someone and do not. Oh, our sweet, sweet Tyree. So it's been about a month since Tyree met with the PI and learned about Christian the catfish. Yes. And... So, apparently, he has not stopped messaging the fake Carmela, but he also messaged the real Carmela, Mm -hmm. and she replied, Mm -hmm. basically saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that someone used my photos to catfish you. Yeah, so then he asked the real Carmela, hey, can we meet up? just want to talk this through. I want to see what's going on, get to the bottom of this, get a little closure. Well, I think he wants to see her because she is the picture of the woman he thought he loved. But at the same time, maybe he feels like she is the real woman he talked to. But the other guy who he was supposedly talking to, Christian, would show up with her and would say, this is some sort of a play. We played you. But I already was talking to the real Carmela. That's what I think he thinks. No, he thinks he's going to start dating the real Carmela. He thinks he has a chance. And in his mind, it's so hard to distinguish the two because there is this person, this real Carmela. He's been talking to her photos, masturbating to her photos. He's been doing a lot to these photos. And now she really exists. And so in in his mind, it's really hard to separate the two that, oh, the real one isn't the one I've been talking to. So I think he thinks, well, the real one must love me too. The real one must be the one talking to me too. When that's not the case at all, he's going to find that out. Well, the real Carmela is down to meet and chat, but she lives in Denver, outside of Denver. Yeah. So 
our sweet boy Tyree is going to pack up his, his luggage and hit the road with La Shanti and the other sister. Sharpay. Sharpay. Yeah. They're going to go all go to Denver together. So we cut to Denver. Tyree's in the hotel room. He's ironing his sweater. He's ironing his sweater, <laughs> which I would give him shit, but I, I'm too busy giving him shit for this, which is that he bought the pornography actor a gift. <laughs> he he went shopping for the real Carmelo and his sisters are like, <laughs> why Why are you getting her something? He, he bought... <laughs> He bought the real Carmela a candle? Well, at least it was just a candle. He goes, that lady at the store was like, oh, their necklaces and all kinds of things. And his sister's like, just get her a candle. <sighs> he said he wants to bring her something to thank her for meeting him, which I can understand. I love a giving candle? gifts. candle? Yeah, I just gave uh, my pregnant friend a candle. Okay. It was a, some sort of a shower, not the baby shower. That's an appropriate. It was like a pre-shower. That's an appropriate gift, I feel like, for a baby shower. It wasn't a baby shower. I would give her a baby shower. You give gifts for a baby. For baby. This was a mother shower. Okay. okay. Gifts for a mom. Uh, seems appropriate. I guess there's no gift list on Amazon for like, what do you give the pornography actor that you've been talking to for? <laughs> but four you have years? not. But here's the thing. You have not. It's true. That's also true. But I can see him being polite and say, hey, look, thanks for meeting me. Here's a candle. He's a <laughs> sweet boy. So, so. Uh, maybe it's because I'm Czech and we bring gifts yeah. no matter where we go. Yeah. Speaking of, I have to discuss something with you later. All right. So Tyree's sisters come into his room and they're like, where are you going to go meet her, Tyree? And he goes... Well, I looked up some places online and I found a lounge. He totally thinks this is a date. I think so. You could have met at a coffee shop. You could have met at a park. You would not iron a sweater for a coffee shop. You wouldn't iron a sweater unless you thought it was a date. Oh, yeah, I know. He thinks it's a date. I think he thinks they'll meet and she will fall in love. Exactly. He literally goes on the way over. He's like, well, this is the end. Or maybe the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Tyree. So he gets to the champagne bar. He's just sitting there alone. He orders a water because I guess they must not have Red's hard apple on the menu. So he just sticks to water, slurping it down, waiting for the real Carmela, waiting, waiting, waiting. And finally, you see... Someone. You see a silhouette in the door. Yeah, well, let's see if that's the real Carmela or just another guest. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Poor Tyree. I thought he's going to go to I know, the DR. The whole thing is a bait and switch with Tyree. Oh, my God. No, you thought he was going to Barbados. Oh, Barbados, you're right. Yeah. DR. Who's in D? Someone's in DR. Daniel, Daniel Johan. Instead yes. of Barbados, he's going to the bar. Not the Betos. Minus the Betos. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I hope it's the real Carmel. Oh, if no. anything, Why he deserves to hug her, sniff her, and give smell her a her. candle. Yeah, you smell great. All right. Let's talk about Christian and Cleo. Things are getting interesting with so this couple. So interesting. So Cleo is having tea, spilling tea. She's with her friend Jane. All right. Before we dive in, who do you trust? Cleo. Me too. Of course. Of course. I don't think you lie about having sex. I think you lie about not having sex. Uh, 
I think if you're like 15, if you're 15, you, you lie about having sex. I guess. Yeah. Okay. But I, I definitely. But she's not 15, and I don't think she's lying. I so, definitely take her side. Oh yeah. So she's meeting Jane, as you said, and they're talking about Cleo's and Christian's date night. So it started with some wine and VR, Ooh. and then we get in the bed. And anyone told, else hard? Jeez. And he apparently told her. Well. Apparently, we know that he told her that he never makes the first move. Yeah. However, when the cameras left, uh-huh. he did. Started to kiss my cheek, and we took our relationship to the next level. And Cleo was like, we had sex, and it was romantic. It was passionate. It wasn't awkward at all. It was grand, and that's why I trust her, because she was very open about it. She goes, it felt like we were making love. Yes, and she said it wasn't awkward at all. And I think she just meant the fact that she's a trans woman, but she hasn't had the surgery yet. So yeah. she was maybe nervous about that part of the sure. whole encounter. But apparently it was great. Yeah. And she said everything was very natural. She was so happy yeah. for a hot minute. So then you cut back to the apartment where Christian is. And the producer is trying to get some details on what happened once the production team left. And... Christian's like, so? Or no, the producer said, so? Pretty awkward when we left last night. And Christian goes, yeah, it was awkward. But I bit the bullet and made the first move. It was a good night. And so they ask, did you have sex? And Christian's like, yeah, no, we did not have sex. We just ended up hitting a couple of bases. Let me ask you, aren't there three? There's three Bases and home plate. So technically four bases. He's saying hand stuff. Now everyone's bases are different, but the general consensus is first base is kissing. Mm -hmm. Second base is hand stuff. Okay. Third base. Is banging. Oral stuff. Okay. Fourth base, banging. I think they hit all four bases. I would say at least oral, which would be three, third base. She said they had sex. I No, I know, I know, but oral sex. Okay. Okay. So I would say at least oral, but I do think they banged. I think they banged too. He just for some reason doesn't want to come clean. And I think he doesn't know how to feel about it because. I think he knows how to feel about it. I think he's worried about how others are going to feel about well, it. Well. Yes, but I still think that maybe he realized something about himself. Mm. And he doesn't know how to feel about it. I think this whole thing is him not knowing who he is, playing a role of being this hardcore heterosexual guy. Right? Uh, But I don't think he is, and I think he knows it. And I think he's just trying to find himself while playing it cool. But he's not playing it cool. He's playing it the way he wants to play it. Just doesn't want to tell the cameras. But it's like, dude, you know, she can also talk and she can tell us the truth. Why do you feel embarrassed? Like, we all know you are there. We all watch your national TV. That's the thing I can't wrap my head around is I do believe Cleo. I think if anyone's lying, and clearly someone is lying. It's him. It's Christian. Yeah. But why would you go 
on television with this story if you were uncomfortable with it getting out in the world? Maybe he wants to try it out. Maybe he wants some a little bit of money out of it or a little bit of fame. But I think he maybe wanted to play this. Oh, we tried. Uh, didn't happen. Yeah. But it did happen. It did happen. And the way he spoke about it wasn't like, oh, well, we started kissing. And then I was like, no, I can't do it. And I stopped. He was like, oh, it was good. We got to second base. We touched each other in the, in the private areas. And, and we had a good night. So that is still like, okay, and what comes tonight? Like that's still leading me to believe that even if you're you're telling me you didn't have sex, that still leads me to be like, oh, you will have sex eventually. So I don't think he's he's changing the narrative that much by just saying, oh, we only got the second base instead of hmm. home. So I, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why you'd go on TV. I don't know why you'd tell half the story. I don't know. He's confusing, but not just to us. He's confusing to poor Cleo because we see her meeting Jane again later at night and Cleo's crying. Yeah. Something happened. And apparently Christian texted her like, hey, like, have you told anyone we had sex? Like, I just lied to the producers. Yeah. Like, uh, don't, don't tell anyone. And... That's a big red flag for Cleo. Yeah, yeah. Here's how you could solve this. And again, I, in my mind, there's no question of who's lying. But Cleo said he messaged me and asked if I told people. Show the message. Oh. Show the text message. Let's see it. Right? If, if there's a text that says, well, did, did you say we were intimate? It's like, okay, well, clearly now you're trying but to. They w- but he said they were. Like being intimate doesn't know, mean but, sex. No, it doesn't. But if he is texting her, questioning her, asking what she told the camera, then it's then it's very then I'll believe Cleo for sure, which I already do. But yeah. Someone's lying. Someone's lying, and his name is Christian. Yeah. <laughs> but poor he's Cleo. lying to himself too, which is oh, sad. It's like just enjoy, is. just I have know. a good time. And I, here's the thing: I think he really wants to, but I think there is a side of him that thinks of. All the people in his family, he told him, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, what is this? But again, you've already done it. You've done the hard part, which is to put yourself out there on national television and say, here I am, world. I know what's going to come my way. I've seen people on 90 Day Fiance. They're going to get a shitstorm. He's done the hard. He's out there now. So. Yeah. Just embrace it. We'll see. But Cleo's on the way back to the Airbnb and she asked Jane to go with her. I wonder if she's going to pick up the cats and her stuff and leave or if she just wants uh, like a third person to be there when she talks to Christian because I don't fully understand why is Jane going to the Airbnb. Yeah, I also don't think it's that bad. At the end of the day, I don't think it's that bad. If Christian said, absolutely not, we didn't even kiss, we didn't do it, like then I would go, all right, well, you're, you're such a liar. That's so insulting. That's bad. But if he's like, yeah, we had a good time. We got the second base. I would be like, all right, well, like, let's talk about this you and me because clearly you're not comfortable sharing the whole story, but you were comfortable enough to say that we did get yeah. intimate. So to me, it's not that bad where I don't think Cleo would pack or should have been leave because I don't know. I just don't find it that offensive that he'd say, well, we only got the second base instead of fourth. If he completely lied and said we didn't touch each other, I was turned off, I couldn't like think about it, then I'd go, oh, that's so incredibly yeah. rude. He didn't do that. Yeah. 
I I see what you're saying, but I also understand her being hurt because she feels like he is ashamed of her. And that's a bad feeling. There's also just so many people that we've seen on reality television, maths, I think specifically, bang, and then they tell the cameras something else. So they should have gotten their story straight if it was like, well, we're going to yeah. bang, but we're not going to tell everyone because we don't want to look like whatever, sluts, then have that conversation before you guys get out of bed. But we've seen it time and time again where it eventually leaks out. Like, I know we've been saying we haven't had, been having sex for two months, but we actually banged on the honeymoon. It's like, it's not the most original story where yeah. people have sex and then try to say they didn't, but you got to get your story straight. Yeah. Also, I don't know Christian, but don't be a prude. If anything, we had sex. So what? We all, as you said, see on national TV. We all expect you to either have sex or freak out and leave. Yeah. You haven't freaked out. You haven't left. You've been doing pretty well. So what? Yeah. Have you met Gino and Jasmine? Exactly. She's like, I pissed all over him after he was having diarrhea all night. It's like <laughs> that stuff you can keep to yourself. That's love. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's love. All right. Last. Last but not least, Just let's move over to. Israel. Israel, yes. Just a little bit here. It's the morning after the big fight that Misha and Nicola had, right? There's this whole issue of communication and Nicola not caring about Misha's feelings. Misha wants to meet the family. Nicola wants to keep her a secret. Yeah, so Misha needs a break. She's like, hey, I'm going downstairs to get a coffee. And she did grab whatever coffee the hotel had. And she goes, sits outside and talks to the producers. And... She just feels like it's not, he is not the Nicola she's been talking to for seven years. Mm -hmm. That's not the same person, right? Right, right. And all of a sudden, Nicola comes and joins her. He's like, Misha, you said you're going downstairs to drink <laughs> coffee and come back. Like, well, what are you? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. She goes, well, a lot was said last night. I'm feeling super confused. And Misha asks if Nicola knows what the problem is. And Nicola goes, I think, I think so. You don't like certain ways that I behave, but I want to work on that because I love you. And he says, forgive me if I hurt you. Forgive me if I did something wrong. I think I need to be sweeter, more gentle with you. You're, you're so good to me, Misha. And, and you love God so much. <laughs> and you, and your laugh, your laugh, Misha. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> it's so cute, Misha. <laughs> and that won her over. That's all she needed to hear. Well, I think, I honestly think that we all judge Nicola. Yes, we all have. But I truly think that he doesn't know what to do or how to, how to act in a relationship. Yeah, I've never given him that much shit. Everyone hates him. The internet hates him. Teresa, you're hard on him. I've never given him that much shit. I don't hate shit. him, but I think he, all he wants in love, and love, oh, all he wants in life and is in love. love is God. Oh, all Misha wants is a partner who has the same beliefs. So the God comes secondary to her, but primary for Nicola. That's the problem, right? Mm -hmm. Nicola will always worship God. And then whatever Misha's doing, like all the clothes and her mess and her wanting to go out. That's all. He doesn't understand all the touchy feely stuff. He's like, why? Like, well, what's happening? It's because he has not 
ever had a real girlfriend for right. like he's this. so stunted yes emotionally relationship why he's so stunted that i can't give him that hard of a time yeah that's why he seems like he just went online and read some Cosmo magazine or Vogue or something, be like, okay, I have to be more touchy-feely. Mm-hmm. That's what she wants. Let me tell her because that's what she wants to hear. Like, he's literally, like, learning on the, as he goes. Completely. And he's like, you're beautiful. And she is. So I think he's just has, like, this verbal diary that he just gets it all out of him that he maybe was feeling or thinking but didn't know how to say it or when to say it. Yeah. And Misha's like, okay, well, that's the Nicola that yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's so sweet. This is the Nicola that I know and love. Yeah. He just needs to show her off. He needs to introduce her, make her feel important. Yeah, it's not even showing her off, but like if you're trying to spend your life with someone and you are of certain age, they're not in their 20s that they have all the time in the world, right? They're in their 40s. Yeah. They live across the world from each other. She flew there to meet him and his family to see if they can make it work. It totally makes sense. I usually judge everyone who moves too fast, but she's not saying, oh, my lease is up. I'm going to move here. or Oh, his lease is up. But she's like, I'm here. Let me get to know you and your family is part of who you are. It makes total sense. Completely. All right. Yeah, but I think... I give him kudos for apologizing. Yeah, absolutely. I I think the way he talks, it doesn't sound sincere because he just literally vomited it all out. But I think he meant it because he could pick up on her not being happy. And I guess that's not what he wants, yeah. which is good. Yeah. It's going to be a big episode next episode. For I them. hope so. Gonna, let's see any progress. I think I believe in them. I think they could have a future together. Um, I don't know if I can go that far because I think literally what keeps them together is God. That's but huge, there, though. There are more things to life than God. Not and, for a lot of people, Teresa. Well, not for Nicola, but for her. Like, look at she has a fabulous life. She's beautiful. She loves clothes. She loves clubs. She loves to have a good time. While she believes in God, Nicola worships God, right? She does too, though. You don't understand that. She does too. She does, but she finds time for other things in his mind. Yes, sure, she is here visiting. Let's hit a club for an hour. But that's her life. I think she likes to go out and have fun. I don't think that's something he would be willing to do unless, as he said, I need to change for you. All All relationships benefit from compromise. And I feel like she'd be willing to compromise a little bit. And I think he's shown that he can. He he's got some pretty True. he's got some pretty strict beliefs, but he broke them a little bit. He he there's some wiggle room with him. He went out and partied. He had fun too. It's not like, all right, I'm gonna go, but then stand in the corner and be pissed the whole time. He went, he wiggled, there was a wiggle room, and he had a good time. And I I don't know. We'll I think see. there's a chance. We'll see. All right. That's the episode. All right. Is what it? A, oh, boy. What an episode. There is. What an episode. It always is. It always is. If you want more, if you want even more, we're on Patreon. We're on Supercast. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Married to Reality. That's Supercast.com. We're talking about the other way over there. So come join us. We're having a great time talking about that. 
Also, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod, on Threads at Married Reality Pod. We post memes, scheduling updates, news, and it's where we get to talk to you. Yes. Shoot us a message, share your thoughts, send any news stories. We love it all. So, love it. Instagram, Threads, Patreon, Supercast. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening. If you haven't subscribed already, it's so easy to do. You just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful review we got from our friend Valor. Valor. Thank you, Valor. Great review. Great we, review. Yes, we, we love the love, so we appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you to everyone who's left us a review. If you haven't left a review, please do. If it's a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this very podcast right here. Correct. All right. That is that. I've said it all. I've said it all. You've said it all? Said it all. All right. Means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.